This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. Our phone number, if you have an item that you would like a free assessment of live on the radio, you can give us a call right now, 416-360-0... Sorry, 416-360-0740. I got some confusion here. Also, you can call us if you're out of town, 1-866-744-740. Joining us now, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, and by the way, an exciting announcement to uh, go in association with that, Mr. Paul Kenny. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I just looked at you. Are you nervous because we're on camera and there's people taking pictures of us? We're on podcast? Absolutely. That's what makes you nervous. I, I'm rocked a lot. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Um, there are many numbers to give on the show. Your store number is one of them as well, and that's 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-GOLD. But if you have a rare item, maybe it's an old heirloom, you're curious about its value, maybe it's old coins, silver, gold, statues, art, fine china, antique toys, sports memorabilia, maybe it's an old autograph. You're wondering how to get authenticated. Well, we can help you right here on this show. 416-360-0740. And I should say that you're one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. Season 2 is going to end at the end of uh, the summer, near the end of the summer. There's also been a big announcement. The show's been picked up by A&E. Yep. Just this week, this is the good news. Uh, right now, we are apparently, we're on, we, we're on 140-odd countries around the world. For yeah, the last your show of years. airs all over the world, yeah. except for one very notable one. Yes. So now we're abusing the TVs of the USA now. Congratulations! We're on A&E. I think it's on Tuesday nights. We're right after Storage Wars LA. And uh, the exposure's great. I've already been paid. But it's, it's, it's going to be a good thing. They actually like us. So they're actually they're going to they show two shows so far. And they'll be showing all the, scene, all the shows, all, all 72 episodes, I believe. And Storage Wars Canada is going to be seen on, I think, City and uh, OLN. Yeah, the last twenty four episodes, yeah, the the, unseen, the back half of season two, yes, yeah, are going to be seen on uh, sometime in August. Yeah, that's they don't they don't tell us a whole lot, but hey, like I say, being on A and E in the United States, that's major. That's big time. And you know, we were saying, you know, it's interesting over the years because uh, because Storage Wars Canada airs all over the world. You've been in Austria, and people have yeah. recognized you. Canada, people recognize you, but you go to the states, and you're a bit of a ghost, not as recognizable. That's about to change. So That's congratulations, by the way. Well, no, from other people from other, we were in Las Vegas and everyone recognized because there's people from all over the world in Las Vegas. Right. So, but only foreigners visiting yeah. Las Vegas recognized you, but soon Americans will recognize you, yeah. which is very exciting. I can safely go to Cincinnati, no problem. <laughs> Until recently. This show is all about your stuff. Paul Kenny, again, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, he has found fame and fortune identifying hidden value in items that most people generally over 
overlook. I mean, Storage Wars Canada is a great example of that. You have been able to identify tremendous value in items that, in some cases, people left behind. In other cases, people just didn't see. What are you talking about? Oh. This is just another set of baseball cards. I throw them out. And you go, no, 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 hold on. Do you understand what you've got there? Do you understand the market that wants these items? Well, there's two things. We can help people tell them what their stuff is worth. And. 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 Sorry about that. We can tell people what their stuff is worth and how to sell it. And how to sell it. What's going on here? What do you got in a microphone issue? What's my, happening with you? You, you, you're, you're, you're it's my first day on radio. On, uh. Oh, because what? Because I've tilted a certain way. You're not getting me. Okay, I, sorry. I, I couldn't figure out why I couldn't hear anything, but it's okay. On uh, this week, talking about that, now I got to say this. This is why it's important that people talk to us. This in the last week. This is a true story. Someone just sold a painting for nine thousand dollars on one of these online auction sites in Toronto. Okay, good. Now nine thousand says so. They on that say seven thousand, six thousand. That's not what's important here. And $9,000 might seem like a lot of money if you thought it was worth nothing. But this is a true story. This painting is probably worth one twenty dollars to $150,000. Oh, wow. This same guy is called Alfred Munning, okay? His pain, one of his paintings sold for $7 million. Wow. Now, there's a couple of things about this. Sometimes a, a painting does not have to be old. Munning died in 1959. Okay, he's known for just horses. Uh, he's known for mainly for doing horses and stuff. But but the artist was is here's something someone bought or was handed down to the family. They did not come to us. We work on a principle that the more money you make, the more money we make. Okay, like we were talking last week that we're bringing the Tom Thompson in, so it might be worth between one point two million to one point five million. We discover it's it's been discovered. It's now in the in the it's being authenticated. Okay, if this person had seen us, they would okay. They would have paid us fifteen thousand dollars, but they would be walking away with ninety thousand dollars, or one hundred and five thousand dollars, or one hundred and twenty thousand dollars instead of six thousand dollars. Yeah, you're saying after auction fees, they, yeah. if it sells for nine, they're probably gonna end up with six, seven somewhere yeah. in there, right? But, and you've laughed at me. When I talk about people having a lottery ticket in their basement or on their living room wall or in their attic, there are lottery tickets all over this country. Mm-hmm. Okay, we live in a rich country. Canada's a fantastic country. We have many rich areas here. The idea, a lottery ticket's only good if you check it. Right. Okay, and this is a case where we have an art expert who comes in, or and we do our best, and some, a lot of stuff is not good. But when we find a good thing for somebody, if we'd seen this money, this person would have said, no, here's the path we have to take here on this. Okay, and this is why I'd like people to call us when they want to find out what something's worth. And we make money, like I say, the more money they make, the more money we make. Okay, but this is, and they'll see that, it doesn't have to be a painting, but paintings are big. It can be a baseball card. Oh, it can be a I always say don't throw card. out anything at you because we're one Sunday away and you'll be like, whoa, 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 Ben, you didn't throw out that old uh, BMX bike lot. Those are so hot now, a bike lock from the 80s. They sell for $200, $300. I'm always surprised that you say there's a new market. Don't throw this out. You said everyone collected the lunar landing uh, oh. uh, newspaper clipping, but they forgot about their local comic strips in the back, which are likely worth a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Now, what I can also say, this week coming up, I got to plug them because we're going, uh, myself, maybe you, uh-huh. 
Ursula is going to be, we're going to be at Christmas. Ursula from Storage Wars Canada? Well, she's going to come up and tell cool. me everything she knows about antiques. So she'll be there about a half an hour. Great. No, but she might stay an hour and tell her, tell her everything twice. Hope Fair you're listening, enough. Ursula, because <laughs> she'll be singing yeah, on the other end. Yeah, just gave her a backhander. Sure, that's nice. No, she'll be there for an hour, uh, dropping into our booth. We're going to be at Y10. Uh, but it is this is the anti Christie Antiques show has got I think it's on ten acres, two hundred and fifty dealers. It is without a doubt Canada's biggest antique show. Okay, it is the it comes on twice a year. Americans come up from the states to it. A lot of Canadians. There'll be about ten to twelve thousand people there. I don't even know if how many people are going to show. Right, up. I've described this as your Woodstock. Yes, it's our this Woodstock. Is, this is your Burning Man or Coachella. Everything's there. Now, what I'm telling people last week, remember when I opened the show, it says, it's Mother's Day, take your mother, take your grandmother, take them over to um, Southworks Antique Mall. Yep. When, they see, they see, when they see something old and they say, I remember that, just buy it for them. Buy the memory. Well, sure. this next week, I'm suggesting that people, a lot of, and they, I got to thank all the people who went to Southworks last week because people actually did that. They actually listened to us on the way there. Oh, cool. This is cool. Yeah, I know. And But next week on the 27th, which is a Saturday, you can go to the – they have a sale at Southworks Antique Mall. For everything from 10 to 50% off stuff, okay? All the antiques. It's really worth it. You will not be disappointed. But if you go to Southworks Antique Mall, go to the Christie Antique Show, mm-hmm. okay? It's open at 8 o'clock. My friend Ron at Clappinson's Corner is opening his store at 7 in the morning. And he'll be there till seven at night, so you can see him on the way to Christie or on the way back. It's wow, on. So this is a whole antique show corridor. Is what's this, happening? This is an antique. He's um, the Christie Antique Show is on uh, One Thousand Highway Five. It's uh, in um, uh, what's that town? One Thousand Highway Five. In it's Flamborough. west of Highway Six on Highway Five, and uh, Ron's shop is just seventy-five Highway Five, so it's on the same highway. And after you go to Christie, you can just hop on the highway and go up Highway 8, and you can go right into Cambridge and see the, the, the mall, uh, the antique mall up there. And okay. you're putting the band back together? Ursula from oh. Storage Wars Canada might be dropping by? That's a fun day. Oh, no. She, Even for fans of the show, they might just want your autograph. No, no. We'll have fun. We'll actually tell them something. Ursula's a nice person. Okay. She really is. She is actually one of these people, uh, as I say sometimes, dumb and, smart in school and dumb in real life. But naive. naive. Naive sometimes. Okay. But in the nicest way possible. There's not a mean bone in her body. No, that's how okay. she comes off on the show, yeah, though. No. Yeah, totally sweet. Nice person. And, and I think hopefully Bogart. And if you're there, we can entertain it. Like, I need <laughs> Ursula will not lift a thing. I need you there to help me lift some of the oh, stuff. Oh, I'm glad. So I can come in a servant capacity. Well, I'm happy to be there. Yes, I will be there to lift whatever you need. No problem. All right. I hear you're handy with your hands. You can fix stuff that's um, Oh, broken. fantastic. Maybe I can just make it like a 20-hour day. Can I drive you to and from? Maybe fetch a coffee as well? Yeah, make sure you bring your tools. That's uh, all. I know my place in the world. So listen, you're, uh, you're listening to Consignment <laughs> Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio in downtown Toronto. Uh, in the studio here is Paul Kenny, one of the stars of Storage War. Canada. You can go see them live and in person at the uh, Christie Antique Show, which is next Saturday, and uh, and all the excitement there. If you have an item right now that you'd like a free assessment of, maybe it's something really old or handed down through the generations, maybe it's an old stamp collection, an old Hot Wheels collection, where you can get a yeah. real-time assessment of what it might be worth right now, because markets change all the time, and sometimes we discover markets that I never knew existed. Have you been saving old bottle caps? This is the year to sell them. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Better be 
get to the phone lines here. Gary in Waterloo is going to be our first caller. Gary, how are you? You're live on Consignment Heroes. Yeah, uh, I have some uh, model electric trains that my dad got for me when I was just a a little guy back in the late 50s, early 60s, and I've added a few pieces in the 70s to them. They were made in England, but they're all transcontinental. There's nothing you can bought that. And uh, they were made by, uh, I don't know the company, but the name of them is Triang. Triang, that's uh, the division of Meccano. You know the little dinky toys? Yeah. They're made by the same company. The dinky oh, toys okay. are made for the same scale so they can work with a lot of those trains. Yeah. You know, the little die cast, they have little army trucks, and yeah, everyone's oh, heard yeah, of dinky yeah. toys. Yeah, they, of course, yeah. So the same company. Uh, now, Meccano's a good name. Um, it depends on if... They're all be metal, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. they're they're not metal. They well, they're plastic and they have metal wheels and stuff like that. Oh, are they pl- oh, they must be maybe sixties rather than fifties then. Okay. Yeah, they were um, late fifties or early sixties. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. People still name. collect them. Trains and um, Meccano trains, Hornby, Lionel yeah. over here in North America. All of that stuff is collectible. The thing that isn't so much as the track, but the locomotives are usually the best piece. The mm-hmm. caboose. And it's also like the little towers and the the um, the buildings and the, and the um, what's that the field stuff? Yeah, know. yeah. There's like an old uh, roller skate uh, yeah. burger joint that's yeah. super rare yeah. and that'll sell for a fortune. Yeah, everything but the track usually sells because a lot of people have the track. Okay, mm-hmm. and trains are making a, a little bit of a comeback right now because the when grandparents. When they go away, every that's this is one of the strongest collector markets I've ever heard of. Is the train the model train people? Well, because it always moves. I like moving antiques, and and they move. It's like the old racetracks and stuff, okay? But Mm -hmm. they move, and because they move, that means they break down. Because they break down means you have to fix them. (laughs) So is there an era that sells really well or a brand of model train that sells the best, anything like that? Over in England, you're, uh, what you just said, the Meccano uh, will sell the best or Triang. Um, But over here, we have the lot. the American ones are a little bit better for here. In terms of how many engines and cars you have, how, what's the grand total you have there, Gary? I have about 20 engines and maybe 100 cars. Holy cow. Whoa. Okay. Okay, then well, it's worth like... the trip to uh, Richmond Hill for you, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, if you got 20 engines from that era in it, uh, model railroad, you probably have easily, I would yeah. guess, uh, yeah. new engines Mercedes. Are best. Engines are in between 50 and $250, depending if they're working. Um like I say, I'm very interested in either taking on consignment or we can buy it outright from you. But the trains are always collectible. You don't have any comic books and sports cards from back uh, then, right? Eh? Not really. The only sports card I would have were the, the Blue Jays back in 92 and 93. Ah, no, no. I'm looking. I was hoping you'd have stuff back from the late 50s where you're just talking. No, cause, no. Uh, well, Gary, just hang on to those cards another 50 or 70 years and yeah. you'll get a good return yeah. on them. Yeah. But in the meantime, Gary has been invited. You want to have a look at these oh, 20 yeah. engines and even more cars than that. Uh, so the store, if you need an in-person consultation for something a little bit trickier like this, where do they operate? What do they actually look like? You can visit the store. It's located at 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie. The store is at 10,341 Young Street. The store's number, by the way, if you want to talk to them, uh, say, Tuesday, I guess you guys are back open. The store number is 905-737-GOLD. And of course, you're saying he has the option he can sell them outright to you or something like this, you can consign it, which means you can put it in his store, look for the top dollar possible, and he'll yeah. take a, com- a commission percentage on whatever the sale is. Does yeah. most people with rare items, they prefer that setup? Yeah, because or sometimes we don't know what the item is worth. 
But uh, Gary, I also, if it's in, he said he's out in Western Ontario. I'm down in that area every so often. I can, if it's an, if it's a big enough collection like this, I can come and take a look at Sebastian it. Sebastian Hearn is our producer. If we can make sure we get Gary's name and information, yep. you guys can do a big swap after the show. Okay, back to work. We got Jean in Mississauga. Welcome to the show. Hello there. Hi. Uh, I've got a, a water pitcher. Uh, it's about 12 inches high and maybe 16 inches around, made by Poppy, P-O-P-P-Y, of England. And it's all, all white with pale blue flowers on it. It is, um, it's made out of pe- porcelain? Porcelain, yes. No, no, is there china? It's not, it's not glass or metal, that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, it's not, no. Okay, that, now Poppy will probably be the pattern. Oh, is that right? Not the manufacturer. Now, you should have a couple letters on the bottom that'll tell you what the manufacturer is. I'm pretty sure, kind of, a, I've seen this before. Um, they were going for about $75, but last one I had was about 10, 15 years ago. Oh. That's a large size, but that's. Uh, Can you turn it upside down? Tell us. I'm, I'm looking at it upside down, and there's no numbers on it. Or It just says Poppy in a square box. And England underneath it. Okay, so this was made between 1890 and 1921, if it just says England. Uh-huh. Um, there should be, usually there's a manufacturer's mark on there. Uh, depending on how pretty it is, might someone just buy it as a, something to put on the shelf? Oh. In today's market, I see a picture, but it probably, most of that stuff goes between 75 and $125. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, another question. I have a 1928 American dime. Is that worth anything? Yes. Tens it of, is? No. It's worth approximately, uh, 28 dime is not that much good numismatically, but it'll be worth about a dollar, a dollar 40 in silver. Oh. Like if you had $100 worth of American dimes, we would pay you approximately $1,400. Oh, my goodness. Really? Now, if you had the same thing happen, we'd say this on the show. Uh, um, I, I put a special appeal out to old bank tellers and bank managers if they have the old money from uh, pre-1967 mm-hmm. or that jar that you kept on putting the change in. The uh-huh. pennies and nickels are not worth so much, but the dimes, quarters, halves, and dollars, we pay approximately $12 per dollar. So if you have two half dollars, mm-hmm. that's a dollar, or 10 dimes. Oh. Um, so you just added up everything pre-1967 uh-huh. in Canada. And oh, my goodness. Because oh. they have silver in them. And they then we silver. stripped the silver out of our money yeah. in the late 60s, and now it's worth less than yeah. a quarter. Yeah. Oh, I see. Now, if you have a 1948 silver dollar, we might pay you up to $5,000. If you have a oh 1921. Gosh, no, I don't have that. <laughs> well, you never know because you haven't looked at them for Again, a while. Again, if you have an old change jar, it's all changed from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. You need somebody to go through it now because one of them might be ultra rare. Oh, it's, okay. But it's the silver content. Yeah. We, in Canada and the United States, we used to put silver in our actual money, making it inherently precious, and yeah. then both countries stripped all the value out of the money, the uh, metal yeah. value out of the money in the late 60s. But check with us. That's why I go back to this person who sold that painting, $6,000, the $120,000 painting for $6,000. You have to have a person like us check it. And I keep on saying get a second opinion. I can't overemphasize that, getting the second opinion. This person who sold this painting should have gotten a second opinion. Fair and, enough. And when you get one opinion that says 6,000, one says 120, my 
Sage advice is to take the higher amount. Wow, that's that's high level stuff. Really take the higher amount of money. This is I'm taking I'm just going to write that down in my notes here. But yes, yeah, some people need to look at it that way. Absolutely. Uh, our next caller is going to be Carol in Toronto. Carol, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. Hello. Hi. Carol, how can we help you? Um I have a a wooden frame, picture frame. Okay. And it would have come from Scotland. Um, it's about eight inches tall and seven inches wide. It's in the shape of a horseshoe. Okay. With a photo in the middle. Metal or wood? It's all wood, and at the back it has a sliding piece that's yeah. where you open to put the picture in. And it's um, carved. At the top it says, good luck, and the bottom says 1919. That'd be nice right after the war ended. Um, yeah, things like that will sell for twenty twenty five dollars just mm-hmm. for the look. They'll rent. Sometimes we rent them out to movies, um, shows, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But or just put a loved one's picture in it, mm-hmm. because if you go to one of these big box stores, they're going to sell you a frame for forty dollars, which is going to be worth thirty five cents as soon as you leave the store. At mm-hmm. least the wooden frame will maintain its value. This is the nice thing about like about antiques mm-hmm. is they maintain their value. People will buy a a kitchen set for $500 from one of the big box stores, you can't get $10 for it. On, on Value goes to zero very quickly. Very yeah. quickly. At least with the older stuff, you can maintain a price on it. Okay. Carol, so some money, which is good news. Grant is our next caller. Grant, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Downstown. Where? Where is that? Well, it's just outside. It's about 30 minutes from Kitchener. Okay. okay. All right. Welcome to the show. What do you got? I've got a 20,000 German mark that was handed, given to me when I was, when my grandfather passed away from his estate. I ended up with it, and it's folded up uh, with a pin through it. Okay, 1923? Uh, and, pardon? Dated 1923? No, he came from Germany uh, in about 1894. Okay. And I asked the the bank whether it had any value, and they said no. No, the the only value is like our Zimbabwe money. Um, they their currency took a big fall. Yeah. It's basically destroyed, and there was yeah. a while. I think Canada and the states wouldn't even trade in their currency anymore. So yeah. banks go by that, but then there's collector value. There's so some... wait, how old is this bill? What's the date on it? Uh, actually, I don't have it with me. I have it in my safety deposit box. Oh man! Okay. And but it, uh, I decided I, I've been going to look for a number of times, and because I listen to your show every Sunday afternoon. Thank you. I love it, uh, and I finally got the courage to give you a call and ask whether it does have have a collector value. Okay, being fold with fo- paper money, I'm going to give a couple things. Being folded does not help it. I know. And I, if it's if it's the later ones, if it's from the 1880s, it might have a value of $20, $30. But what happened was later on, during what they call the Weimar time period from 1915 through about 23, they printed so much money. There were 100 million mark notes and stuff like this. Yeah. And it was cheaper for people to burn the money than to use the money to buy wood. This is a true story. Yeah, it's yeah. the hyperinflation I, that, that you... i story before. Yeah. yeah. Now, without I, if yours was given to you earlier, it might be an earlier note, 
and but being folded is not going to help. Well, I, but, I realize that, along okay. with this pin through it. Pinholes uh, it, hurt as well. It's not excellent condition, but having said that, the writing is excellent on it. it yeah. It was, uh, and the story that I was handed down to me was he came here when he was 17, and uh, whether the, or maybe it was sent to him, I don't know. But yep. anyways, I know he came here when he was 17 in 1894, and somewhere along the line, he got this, saved this $20,000 mark bill. Okay. In today's money, a mark is worth about 40 cents. Now, if you, I'm going to say this for people who have, you know, people get traveler's change. If you've got pounds, Swiss francs before 19, after 1974, and German marks in the last 20 years, even though they've gone to the euro in the last two cases, that money is still transferable. You can still get money for it. Okay. If you have something from uh, France, all of that's been changed over. You cannot get any money for that. Really? Now, there is a collector's value to some of these older notes, but they generally have to be in really good shape, and they have to be pre-1960. And a bank won't tell you any of that stuff. The bank? They say we either recognize this currency or we don't right now. Well, you know all those uh, – I have customers come in all the time where they bring me their gold and silver, and they'll have a stack of nickel dollars thinking that they're made out of silver because after 1972, our dollars, which had the little canoe on them, still look – they're made out of nickel. So they were worth a dollar. You're talking about a Canadian silver dollar is what you'd call it, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's made out of nickel after 1972. Well, we've told people to bring them to the banks, and they've tried. They bring them to three, four banks, and the banks won't take them. Really? We, we take them from people to save them. If they give us other coins, we do as a service for people. We will take their nickel dollars. But the banks, if you go there, you'll talk to the... The head, the teller, and she won't know what it is because she's never seen one. She'll ask for the assistant manager who won't tell you, and then you get to the manager. And I've had some sympathetic That's managers. That's not good news. This is bad news. I, well, this is our banking system. They don't want it because I have one bank. As long as I give them 1000 at a time, then they can send them in by the 1000 Gotcha. Okay? So we do it as a service for our customers. You know, but if they're not, we don't make anything on that at all. Wow. But the banks won't take it in. This is why – and someone who works in a bank like a teller will tell you that it's, it's an aggravation. But I have – because I work with some banks, if someone brings in old bills, they'll send them to – they'll tell the customer to come to us because we'll pay more money than face on them. If someone brings me a bill from 1935, it could be worth $1,000. Right. Okay. Well, do you want to trade that in for $10 or give me the one – and get five hundred dollars. Have we? Has anyone called us with a? Because I'm looking for a, what, a Canadian five hundred dollar bill, which you tell me is worth thousands. Have we had one pop up? No, but I'm might looking at one. Might be looking for one in the next couple of weeks. Oh, goose hunt! I like it. Yes. Uh, we got to take a quick break. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio in downtown Toronto. If you have a rare item or an item that you think might have some special value, maybe it's an old car car collection, maybe it's an old uh, sports autograph. Well, you can. Talk to an expert right now who might be able to tell you a real-time market value of that item or items. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, by the way, it's toll-free. Our number is 1-866-740-4740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver & Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 
905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We are live in Liberty Village. And back to your phone calls. Uh, Rudy and Dundas is our next caller. Rudy, how are you? Hello. Hi. What do you got, man? Well, I'm calling on behalf of a friend. He has this uh, fantastic model um, of the Queen Elizabeth. And it's about maybe 190th or um, two-tenths scale. And that measures around five feet and maybe five inches in length. Um, it was built by, I think, uh, the Cunard Lines. I was thinking of the Queen Queen. So now that straightens that out right oh, away. No, it's a ship. Is, this is the, uh, <laughs> the, the one that's not as old as her. Okay? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a model of the ship, the Queen Elizabeth. Okay, this is a nice item, actually. These were uh, the Queen Elizabeth. This is what normally you, you know, when you go to a travel agency? Right, exactly. In, in the old times, they used to have them in their front window. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. The shipping companies would bring these in, and they sell anywhere between $500 and $2,500 each. Wow. They're very collectible, depending on which ones they are. I've had different ships over the years. They don't come up that often because okay. somebody will just throw them out, or when the person retires, they take it home. Uh-huh. It takes up a lot of room. Okay. But they're, uh, the Queen Elizabeth probably still be very, very popular. Now, it's, if it's in good shape... Mm-hmm. And, all, and sometimes they had even things like the lighting inside would light up yep. for the front window. And it's about, yep, I know these these are really nice items. They are, it's very large and very impressive in, in the detail. And uh, I think he has a complimentary or matching photo of it in the Cunard Lines from New York City in, yep. in the office itself. Now, that'd be nice. So he must have worked at a travel agency. Now, something like this, if I brought this to Christie, mm-hmm. it would probably last an hour in my booth. Okay. What do you think it would sell for? I think, well, depending. He Best says, case scenario, if it's in great shape, lights working. Between $500 and $1,000. No problem. So, Rudy, is your plan to go talk to your friend and say, I'll buy it off you for 200 <laughs> No, no, uh, he deserves the money. Okay. <laughs> I'll let him have it. Now, okay. he, might, he might have other stuff out of that time period, like old maps. Uh-huh. I'm getting some framed up right now. Old um, CNR rat maps, old railway net maps, old okay. shipping maps. Okay. They sell. The old schedule. People collect everything. Old schedules for playing. For uh, if you had a Queen Elizabeth menu, they're only about five ten bucks because everyone saved those. What? Yeah, that's it. But if you had a muffin, no, that it's worth anything is what I'm shocked about. Not that it's five. What? Okay, so a menu is worth ten five ten bucks. Wow. Okay. Okay, so that was between five hundred dollars and twenty five hundred dollars. I gotta see it. Yeah, depending on what kind of shape is now. The Queen Elizabeth was probably given because it was around for a longer period of time. Yeah, and it's it's newer. Um, there'll be more of them out there. Yeah. And sometimes the older ships, if you had something like the Lusitania, something that was sunk, right. or um, some of the older ships, um, like a tight. imagine if you had a Titanic. They didn't have a Titanic one, but if they had one, it would be worth a couple hundred thousand type mm-hmm. of thing. 
Well, he knows that it was built by the um, by the boatyard itself by the craftsmen. So Ooh. it'd be pre World War Two. I'm what? interested. The old, the original Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Oh no, the original. Yeah, no. The, are you talking about the the, the model? The model or the, or the actual model ship? Itself. Yeah, the model itself, the ship model itself, is pre World War Two. I am very interested in this, especially if we can prove its age and have and full provenance on it. Okay. Uh, this is something that there will be collectors out there, especially even old ship flags and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this opens up a whole neat area. Like last week, we were talking about the, uh, I think the steering wheel from one of Hitler's um, yachts. yachts. Yeah. Oh yeah. But this thing here, I would rather handle this. Um, it's uh, this is a nice item, and he might have other stuff that's just sitting in the bottom of a drawer that he's just forgotten about. Okay. The ship is hard to miss. Mm-hmm. But it's the other stuff that goes along with it, because I imagine he worked at an, uh, at an advertising, uh, at a ship um, uh, travel agency or something like that. So you're saying it's much older than you originally thought. You thought it was something built in the 70s or 80s to help get people to buy cruises yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Well, the Queen Elizabeth is now is docked outside, I think it's L.A. or something. They're using it as a floating museum, floating hotel. But there's enough people of history that came over, that enough people have been on this ship mm-hmm. that actually want it. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying if the age checks out, the upside could be much higher than twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Rudy broker this deal. Uh, Come will, on, Paul I'm wants it. Doing as a, as a favor to a friend. Okay. Um, I will let him know all the information, and I'll have him contact you then. Thank okay. You very well, much. Yeah, Paul, would you like to see this next Saturday at the Christie's uh, at the Christie's auction? <laughs> I just see him go, coming down the aisle with this under his arm. No, this has to be done in advance of the Christie show. Please do not bring this to the show with you. Oh, we'll bring have, yourself. Don't worry about that. But, yeah. I actually, I want people to come with, uh, instead of pockets of antiques to me, I want them to come with pockets of money. Now, now <laughs> let's be clear. When people find rare items, oftentimes there are finder's fees. Yes. What, what, how does that work? Well, if someone, say someone brings me a comic collection that's worth $50,000, I'll pay $5,000, between $2,500 and $5,000 just for the lead. Right. So if Rudy were to put you in touch with an eager seller and you were to yes. agree on a price for consignment, Rudy might get a piece of the action. He might get a bottle of wine. No, he'll oh, get a bottle more. of wine. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or cut him, cut him out. Right? He's not really been that big. A he help, hasn't been right? that much of a help. Yeah, yet. I no. mean, he could ask for something, but I mean, in other cases, there are finder fees for rare items. Yeah. Rudy, thank you so much for your call. Okay, gentlemen, thank you for the information. Okay, Thanks. Richard in Newmarket is our next caller. Richard, how are you? Good yourself. Not bad. What do you have? I have a, uh, I have, in flag which flew. Andavar, April 19th, 2001 to May 1st, 2001. I missed all of that. Could you, sorry, could you get closer to the mic on the phone and sort of give that to me again? Sure. It's the Canadian flag that flew aboard the space shuttle Andavar from April 19th, 2001 to May 1st, 2001 during mission STS-100, which successfully deployed the Canada Arm-2, designed and developed by MD Robotics. Uh, are you just guessing at this? But this seems like very specific information. <laughs> this this sounds like a great, this is a good show today. So this is the Canada flag that was on a shuttle? It's been yeah, in space. It was on the spa- it, this flew aboard the space shuttle when they deployed. It was on the astronaut suit. It's in a, it, it's in a frame I have here. So it's off a uniform then? It's a badge. Yeah. It's, a, it's a patch. Okay. Oh, it's a patch. Okay. Yeah. How, do you, how do we know that, that, that it's legitimate? I, I pretty well think it's legitimate because uh, <clears throat> the way it's uh, the way it's all framed up and uh, MD uh, MD uh, Robotics was in Markham at the time and uh, uh, I come across this very luckily. Okay, 
on something like this. Wow. Well, authentic, uh, authentication is going to be the big Authentication yeah. and provenance are most important. The, the paper trail, where it's been, is very important here. This sounds like a great little item. But if it was an actual flag, it'd be different. But this is off a space suit. Most of the people who were on that would not give them away. Hopefully, it's not just a sample they had in the office. Um, I would say an item like that would probably be $500 and $1,000. If it were legitimate, you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And maybe a little bit yeah. more. How would I get that checked out to see if it is legitimate? What's well, a very small world is a big thing on the on the plus side. It's not like there's going to be 9,000 people who war with these things. It would no. be a very, very small world. You're probably five phone calls away from getting it confirmed or not. Do you um, yeah. have any provenance, a letter of authenticity from the company or anything like that, or just just the frame? Oh, did we lose them? Richard Newmarket? Frame. Oh, and it, it's all done professionally. You know, I'd like to see this. And then we, the, the, the longest journey starts with one step. We got to take that first step. I got to see it. Okay. <laughs> I think he's going to say, you know, what I'm going to do. I'm going to come to the store. And the store, for those who are wondering where it is, is located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. Pop yeah. in with rare items. If it's something like something you need uh, uh, authentication, something like that, it's a good first step to getting that to uh, get, getting down that road. The prequel to the first step is to call to see if I'm there that day. Call to see <laughs> if he's there that day. You can call the store. The number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Yep. So maybe don't pop in with a super rare item. Call ahead. Sure. Okay. Before we get to the next call, I got to I got to plug the Clapperson uh, the uh, This is Christi- it. No, no, the Christie Antique Show. Okay, give I it to it, us. Because it's next week. We cannot plug it next week. I can hear the passion when you talk about this thing. No. Okay, let's hear it. Come on, really give them a good pitch First, here. Okay, it is the Christie Antique Show. Rain or shine. If it's raining, great deals. If it's shining, great suntan. It's got 250 vendors, 10, 10 acres, and the most important part, I'll be there. Mm. The second most important part, Ben may be there. The mm. third one... Ursula may be there, but you'll also be able to buy anything you want at that show. They Everything's over 30 years old, everything from, re, from mid-century modern back to the 15th century. And I guarantee you, you'll have a good time. And I'll be giving away money there. I'm giving away billions of Zimbabwe notes. Zimbabwe currency, okay. They'll be signed by myself, Bogart, maybe Ursula was on that show. And we'll have pictures. We'll be giving away stuff. But you'll be able to have a good time and spend some money and see what some of your stuff is worth. And if you come to me, we'll help you get rid of it. Now we can go on to the next call. Good plug. When is it? Where is it exactly? May 27th, next Saturday. So we cannot plug it next Sunday. That would be dumb. Right. Next Saturday <laughs> is when the show, this is our last chance to plug it. Next Saturday on Highway 5, just west of 6 in, D- in Flamborough, Dundas. It's 1000 Highway 5. And... It's a, you can call them, they've got a website actually, www.christyshow.ca. They must have had a consultant. Christyshow.ca to find out more information. Yeah, or their phone number. People have a pen and paper there, 905-525-2181. All right, back to the phone lines. Back to the phone lines. Get I've back done to my work. work. Our okay. next caller is Bev in Peterborough. Bev, how are you? Hi. Hi. What do you got? Oh, okay. Actually, I'm calling for a friend of mine. She has a, a Gibson guitar. Whoa, okay. And she wants to know 
um, how she can get it appraised. She wants to sell it. Well, that... and she doesn't know anybody um, who to go to for uh, to get it appraised. Yes, she does. She knows me now. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So the year is going to be a big thing. Here, yeah, right? I'll have to see it. The year, the model, uh, what yeah, kind of shape it's in. It's, um, oh, I don't have the numbers with me, but um, we looked on the internet, and it it was between 1963 and 1969. Okay. And um, so you're down at 10, 3:41 Young Street, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, so she can bring it in there and get it appraised. Yes, and you might have to leave it for a day, or at least let me take pictures of it. We okay. can get you, there's two things I can help you with. I can mm-hmm. get it appraised, and I can help you sell it, oh, which is even great. more important. The way you're making it sound, she wants mm-hmm. to sell it and get the mo- and the more money she makes, the more money I make. How's that? Yeah, see, she's she's 89, and okay. she doesn't play anymore, so she wants to sell it. She's she played it. All right. Yeah, did she play it last year at 88? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, she plays and she always has these parties for everybody. Tell her to bring the amp in. Maybe she can play a tune in yeah, my store. Yeah, she has that too. <laughs> okay. So you, there is a one year where Gibsons sort of fall off in value. It was 72. I remember you were yeah. talking about this. With, you said the earlier the better, obviously. Yeah. And then after 72, there's sort of a standardized pricing. But before that, there can be some glorious little finds along the way, depending yeah. on the dials and depending on the, the face and the color of it. Yeah. 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 And it's in excellent condition. Perfect. And if, okay. like, if she has uh, other, like, the amp would be important because that'll yeah, help she, me see if it works or not. Okay. Yeah, she has she has that too. Oh, Perfect. all right. You and got a little day to, uh, trip. Yeah, she might have to get somebody to take it down for her, but um, I'll tell her all about it. No problem. You won't be able to bring it to the Christy Antique Show because I will not have power there. It's no, a field show. No, I won't show. be there either, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all so. right. Well, thanks for the call. And of course, the store is located at 10,341 Young Street. Our next caller is Georgie in Oshawa. How are you? Very good, thank you. What do you got? Um, my husband has about 25 plates from um, the Bradford Exchange from about the late 80s, early 90s. Some of them are Chinese. What okay. is the Bradford Exchange? No, you're not going to like this. Oh. Um, sorry. Are you sitting down? Yep. Don't treat. Don't treat me any. If they're made out of silver, then we can melt them. The Bradford Exchange, Franklin Mint, uh, they mm. were very popular in selling. And they did not guarantee they'll buy them back from you. These uh-huh. they sell for about dollar to three dollars, five dollars each, and um, we don't even handle them unless they're in large amounts. And we always we feel bad about it all the time uh, because they made sixteen, seventeen thousand of them, and there's only two thousand collectors around today. It's much the same as what the Royal Canadian Mint's doing now. They say something's limited to seven thousand. Right. But there's only 2,000 collectors out there. Gotcha. Who cares? Yeah. So they li- I- issued at those Bradford Exchange plates were issued like $70, $80, $50. Yes. And, you can, and there was no remarket. There's no aftermarket. Gotcha. Yeah. And Seinfeld is, has that old bit, right? They're like, oh, you're getting the uh, the Ford Taurus limited edition. And it's limited to the number we can sell. That's it. There's no actual it. limitation. Yeah. And I don't make you, want you to feel bad, but they, they these were limited to how much clay and water they had. Okay, and this yeah. is very. And that, this is where I'd like to talk to people out there, our listeners, and tell them just the worst thing something can say on is limited edition or collector's edition. Never buy those unless you just love it, but never plan on selling it as an investment. You cannot like even with like a, going back to Royal Canadian Mint. This is nice stuff to see if you're going to collect it, but do not collect it as an investment. Gotcha. Because. When you they're selling this stuff like purpose stuff, built collectibles don't generally do well because people take care of them in a different yeah. way. Yeah, and and it's it's just 
they're good if you want to collect them, but don't hand them to your grandkids and hope that they can benefit. They're going to be pay for their college education with it. Hey, is it Georgie or Georgia? Georgie. Georgie. Okay, well, here, look at it this way. He's saying your plates are worth on the high side $5 a plate, on the low side $1 a plate. So you're saying feel bad about that. That's something. What I have white round plates from Ikea sitting in my cabinet. <laughs> what are those worth? I've got 10 of them. I've got a set, eight of each. What are they worth? Do they come with instructions? They come, They might. They <laughs> might. What are they, they're worth zero, right? They're worth zero. They're yeah. worth zero. So, so you're in better shape than I am, Georgie. <laughs> okay. Okay, so he's giving you bad news, but from my perspective, with my zero-dollar plates, it's good news. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks for your phone Thank call. You. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio in studio with Paul Kenny, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. He has found fame and fortune, identifying value in items that most people overlook. If you have a question about an item that you own or maybe a collection you own, you can give us a call right now, 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over 100 vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 30,000 square feet of it, selling antiques, collectibles, and the kind of neat stuff that Paul and Bogart love so much, they've been one of those 100 vendors for 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Grand Avenue and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. I'm Ben Mercer here in studio with one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, Paul Kenny. We're going to get back to the phone lines because we've got, we've got a lot of yeah. people to get to here. Our next caller is going to be Terry, who's calling from Curtis. He's got a Fender Stratocaster he wants you to, to tell him about. How you doing? Hey, Terry and Curtis. Yeah, how you doing? So you have a, what year is it? You got a Fender Stratocaster? Yeah, it's um 68 or 69 Fender Stratocaster. Okay, and you played it, and you know it's from that year? You know you've already matched it up? A, well, I, I got in a car accident, so my mother took the money from the settlement and bought me the guitar. <laughs> wow, oh. and you don't know what year it is? Well, I can't you remember if I was 13 or 14 when I got it. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. So, okay, it's not something you recently obtained. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. so generally, I mean, this is a pretty well-established market. You're yeah. looking between, say, four and $15,000. It's going to be the design of it, the color of it. Is it the yeah. Sunburst model? All these yeah, sorts of things. Do you have it with you? Card. I'm sorry? It's a Sunburst. Okay. With the white pickup guard on it. Okay. Hmm. Now, and now, you're looking to sell it or just get it? Just well, get I'm looking to sell it, yeah. Something like that I'd be glad to handle. We can get the prices for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a very... Uh, it's, um, a very Narrow market, we know. After seeing it and seeing what conditions in, we'll say be able, be able to say definitely this will sell for seven thousand to eight thousand, depending exactly when I see it. Yeah, okay, and yeah. I got the case with it too. Oh, you got the case? Okay, oh, that's the leather case with the uh, crushed velvet interior. Okay, that's perfect. 
Well, I was going to say, depending on the condition. But again, this is this is like uh, if you were selling an, an original 1965 Mustang. The condition's going to make the difference between whether it sells yeah. for uh, yeah, a couple well, hundred thousand or a thousand. The plate guard off the, you know, where the strings are adjusted? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The plate guard is missing. It kept falling off, so I just <laughs> checked it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's going to be a problem for yeah. hardcore collectors. Yeah, no, we can restore. It might. Sometimes I tell people who bring me stuff not to reclean, fix, or restore anything. But maybe in this case here, we might get professionally restored and then sell it. But decide at the shop. Don't, decide don't do at, a do makeshift re- repair to it and then bring no, it no, in. No, 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 no. Yeah, because I've had people do $200 repair to a watch that I give them $240 for. So you said your mom bought it for you as a gift after an accident and some sort of settlement. Do you know what she paid for it back in the day? It was $325, and the case was thrown in free. Okay, so more than that, much more than that is what it's worth is going to be. Yeah, I remember when I, she had to order I'm from Sarnia. Okay. Okay. Well, she had to order it because they didn't hold that guitar in, in the music store. Ah, uh, the the thing they threw in for free is probably worth three hundred fifty to four hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what they threw in for free will pay for what your mom paid for the entire guitar. Mm. Okay, but I'd love to see it. The upside could be, uh, you know, depending on all the little add-ons and the plate oh, never, and the never, and uh, the the tuning dials on it. All of that means huge money in that world. Yeah, we see. I. I I played for four or five years, and that's it. I just put okay. it away. Any other rock and roll memorabilia, like magazines, ticket stubs, programs, anything like that? No, no. Okay, just asking, because we'd love to deal with that stuff. Surprise you what some of the old ticket stubs are worth, eh? Right, right eh? Yeah, yeah. My wife likes collecting ticket stubs. <laughs> okay, well, good. Well, thank you for your phone call. You got a valuable item. How yes. valuable? You'll need an actual expert to look at it with a with a magnifying glass sort yeah. of thing, right? Because the slightest alteration can make it a very, very limited edition or not, but a well-established value in yeah, that, in we that collector world. Yeah, we can sell this, no problem. Our next caller is going to be Ralph in Midland. Ralph, how are you? You're live on Zoomer Radio. Yeah, how are you? Pretty good. What do you got? Good, good. I have a Canadian Flyer riding train from a kid, from, for a child. Yeah. Made by Otaku in uh, Midland. Or Aurelia, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Now, I'm just sort of wondering uh, what it might be worth. What kind? Of, what's the paint like on it? It's uh, sort of a burgundy paint. No, it's a paint in good condition. I don't care what color. Sorry. Uh, not bad. Not bad. So what is this? Like a kids' ride train yeah. set? They won't I'm let sorry. you. In today's market, if you let, if in today's market, they'd make you wear a helmet with this. You okay. could ride along with it. Had little two little holes, two little handles on it. Yes, it does. And if you're about uh, six, seven, five, six, seven, you can ride this no problem. Yeah. These these toys be considered illegal today because they won't let oh. the people ride them. But no, the collector market on these is very good. Very good, uh, yes. Yeah, no tin, and it's uh, made out of Aurelia Canadian, probably two fifty, three fifty. Without okay. seeing the paint on it and seeing yeah. how worn it is, you know. What, what is it? Electric? Yeah. Is it electric? No, what is it? No, gas? No, Pe- no, it's just a kid's riding thing. Oh, it's riding a pedal thing. car type yeah, of pe- thing. Yeah, but no oh. pedal. There's no pedals on this one. Pedal car. A uh, pedal car. Yeah. It's it's not a pedal car. No, no. no he's saying your feet just sort of guide you underneath yes, it. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, okay. No, no. Some like someone loved to have one of these in his man cave, or um, it's a great big and beautiful decorator item. Two fifty, three fifty. If it's and people restore them, perfectly restored, five six hundred dollars. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. No, no, they like these. These are from the nineteen what years, fifties, sixties. 
would say in that era. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to people collecting the pedal cars. The yeah, pedal even cars. the repop pedal car, okay. reproduction pedal cars sell for okay. uh, hundreds of dollars. Don't restore yep. it yourself, though. I'm going to say this. If it needs restoration, don't do it. Oh, no, no. I would never do it. Okay, no, I just... No, no. I'm just trying... So a nice, a nice piece. Okay. Well, I, I think one day it might be worth it to take it down to your store in Toronto. Yeah. That's right. Have a look at it. Come visit the store. It's at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. One zero three four one Young Street. You okay. can call ahead of time if you want Paul's eyes on it specifically. The yeah. store's number is nine zero five seven three seven Gold. That's nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. Audrey in Scarborough is our next caller. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What do you have? I have two very old ceramic vases, and the stamp on the bottom is very tiny, but it's Victoria, Austria. They're okay. a wedding, first off, I'm in my 70s. These were a wedding gift to my grandparents in Scotland. Now, there is a number. It's very, very difficult to read. It looks like number 243. That'll be just the painting number. These oh, okay. are probably a creamy color, yes. peach color. Yeah, creamy, too. In the center is a green with painted White swans. These are going between $25 and $35. There was a lot of ceramics came out of Austria, uh, especially over here in Canada that we got around the turn of the century. They were trying to compete with the English uh, ceramics. Oh, really? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And there's still, but there's not a big collector. They look really nice. Yeah. Please just put them in the window, enjoy them. Okay. Okay. That's Thank crazy. You so can just say a, a vase and, and the name and number. You can already picture it. You know what it is. This is insane. No, but I want her to, what I tell other people, if you're going to give these to your kids or grandkids, tell them the story. Write out what it's about. Yes. Tell them how you got it. Tell them about your grandparents. Tell them about all their, with the long lineage they came from and how famous they are. Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of which, uh, we got to thank Sebastian Hearn. He produces the show. He answers all your calls. Sebastian Hearn, thank you very much. Uh, you will be at a very special place next Saturday. So before yep. next Sunday's show, give it one more crack. It's called the Christie's Auction. and no, it's Christie's Antique Show. Christie's Antique Show. My apologies. We'll be there next Saturday. Y10 is my booth number. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.